Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Fresh Talk. Fresh. I am starting to lose my voice and I don't know why. So if I sound a little funnier if I'm getting my berry white on, it's not an act. You got the throat aids or something? This is natural. <laughs> I don't the, the, have the throat, throat aids, aids if you're asking. <laughs> I got throat coat tea for you over here. But I'm Chris. I'm Kai. Dan. I'm Owen. Yes, that's right. We have another special, special guest here. Guest. <laughs> now, in, uh, how many special guests have we had? I don't know, like a dozen. We've had Aaron came on. Yep. Your he brother. Did. Jeff, he, Jeff, you weren't Jeff talking Clark. about his mom at all? No, well, he was here, but no, boy, no. Dude, he left, no. boy, do we every other episode. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um, and, he doesn't listen, and we so we're not going to get Charlie's. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Good, good deal. Um, I defy you, Goldie. Um, <laughs> so, and then Owen is now our third guest. Oh, well, we had Bobby also. Uh, we had Bobby. <gasps> Bobby we also in. had Nick uh, in yeah, his last, last episode, episode. But he, he, he was a guest. Right, that's true. That's true. we got to have Nick back sometime. It's not really so, lost. It's, it's there. It's waiting in the wings. Mm. So wait, you didn't lose it. It's not lost. You I don't said know you lost it. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, I believe did. you I, said it was I lost. Have recordings of who said I lost it. Like Pete lost. <laughs> lost. Yes. Hmm. Well, UK okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's our first ever controversy here on Fresh Talk. <laughs> Apparently, there is a lost episode, and uh, John says it's not lost, so maybe we'll dig that up, dust it off, and give it to the people. Give you guys the found episode. Yeah, the found <laughs> Here's episode. us missing found a week. Found footage. Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. Great. Um, so, the lost episode. Hey, I want to talk about, um, got some very nice responses and some good feedback on last week's episode. Yeah, did I did, too. Oh, it's very yeah. cool. We appreciate you guys listening and spreading the word. I think a couple new people came into the fray. Let's talk about the frank reality of the problem that we're facing right now with Fresh Talk. No one gives a shit? Yeah, that's a big one. Um, But beyond that, uh, this whole Facebook thing, and I know you guys can elaborate on this more, but this whole promoted posting on Facebook. Facebook brought, if you're a business, not if you're uh, a... What would you call individual. it? An individual. But if you're a business, yes. what they're doing now is Sheep. asking you to actually pay money to promote your post. And the more money you spend, the more people they quote unquote put the post in front of. So even though if you have, let's say, a hundred friends and you make a post, they're not guaranteeing that that's going to reach your hundred people. Which is fucked. Yeah, it's fucked. pretty ridiculous. Yeah. That's like being, that's like someone standing in front of you and being like, you know what, unless you're going to pay me five bucks, you can't go talk to your friends in the other room. What? Yeah. They're my fucking friends. The whole point of liking yeah. a page or liking a band or liking an artist is because so you, you are, get their news. you wanted to be updated to the news. And now Facebook is literally holding that back unless those businesses. Hey, uh, you know, well, uh, if you want me to tell your friend what I just said, uh, you know, give me a few extra dollars. We'll make sure he gets the message. Yeah, you that's straight I mean? up some Sopranos fucking rap. <laughs> Racketeering bullshit. Yeah. So oh, it goes to a personal level now too. You can promote. You can't personal promote personal posts, posts as well. Uh, yeah. Just so you can tell everyone about how, how big my dick is. Shit, they're not making enough money off of selling but, your information to ad companies. They gotta actually extort you for it, cash. It's you crazy. Your money and they're gonna just start promoting <laughs> dick pics. So everybody, <laughs> Bitcoin. So everybody gets Chicago, on there. You know. Everybody gets on there, and and they develop a fan base <laughs> or a following or likes. And now all of a sudden they're telling. <laughs> You you can't access the people that have asked to get the information on this site. It, it's a real crying shame. Sensing this really grinds your gears, Chris. It grinds my gears because, frankly, the podcast when we promote it, if we take twenty bucks and throw it on there, you know, you know, we'll get x amount of listeners. We'll get like four and, listeners instead of two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it, it's it ends up being like it ten really times make, the it amount makes a of big people. Everyone has crazy. to see what happens with Candy Crush Saga. So, you know. 
Hey, I mean, that's just, more important than don't fresh, make Candy Crush yeah. jokes. You've crossed the line. <laughs> I, I, I don't play it, so this is a fucking I'm Jelly talking Splash trash camp, on something right? I, I know do. nothing about. I do, and you I do. take it very seriously. Oh, I'm at level 156, and I'm fucking stuck. <laughs> so, are you on the butterscotch level or the peppermint level? There's no such thing as either. Oh, oh. you mean the world? The world. I'm creating. I'm creating the world. There's potential a world. titles. I guess I'm wrong. Peppermint Junction. No, I, I beat Peppermint <laughs> Junction. Okay, good. This is descending fast into some uber nerd shit. Why do we shit. have listeners again? Yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe because we just <laughs> yeah, did a segment on Candy Crush. Yeah, but a, but a small... Watch it spike. Watch it spike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll, there is a portion of the listeners definitely that yeah. also, their nipples just Save 20 hard. bucks. <laughs> oh, God, I hate that Candy Crush. Yeah. Fucking Peppermint Junction. Ugh. Save 20 bucks on a post. Sorry, I'm on level 168, I'm, and I'm currently tackling the Pastille Pyramid. Mm. Wow. Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Yeah, the whole point I was trying to make before this descended in a conversation about Candy Crush was basically Facebook's got you by the balls, and we appreciate you listening and retweeting and spreading the word and Thank sharing you. the post because of the fact is people seem to find out about this from that through other yeah, people you know? absolutely it's true and we can't afford we don't have the money every week to promote our posts so, so. instead of paying facebook we're gonna pay you in thanks and exactly. if you promise to tell just one friend about us we'll sell you double your order at no extra cost to you yeah, absolutely so now how much would you pay free shipping free shipping <laughs> and handling and we'll throw in this ginsu knife <laughs> throw in a set of ginsu knives it's lobster chops it dices it Nicest. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, thanks you know. for listening. Thanks Slash for spreading the word. The word. Yeah. And we are trying to, we're, we're experimenting with some formats. We have a new title thing going on, too. If anybody noticed, last week's episode was called Return to Castle Solomite, as opposed to earlier where we would just take one topic and just call it that. So we're trying to get a little more creative. topics, they're done. Yeah. yeah. What are they those? got vetoed. Yeah, I think we're going to have loose topics as opposed to hard mm-hmm. topics. Totally. Because <laughs> I, just like I like my stools. <laughs> <laughs> and keep eating it all this. I mean, you keep eating it all this. You thought about you stools one before women. another. First thing, first thing in well, the day. Well, because I, I don't prefer loose women over hard women. Oh, I see. But I prefer keep loose Keep eating stools. those food trucks. You're going to have a lot of No, they stool. give me decent stools. It's, it's the fucking curry that I need to lay off, <laughs> oh. man. But let's not get into my I almost, call, I almost called you about a curry recommendation the other day. I was thinking about entering the curry train. but Oh, I'll, I'll help you. Let's go have a curry yeah. night. All right. Curry date. All right. You other guys welcome Once to join again, listeners as well. Once I was going to make a fucking Holocaust joke about the curry train. <laughs> But I will not, because then John will have to edit it. Like every time we try and make a, just do it at this point, man. I think there's more likes on Facebook for Holocaust than there is Candy Crush. Oh, that'd be an interesting. Well, I guess we'll find out, won't we? (laughs) You think likes fan page? Yeah, what are you talking? There's a Holocaust fan page. Like, are you, am I going to go on Facebook tonight? I'm going to see like Owen Busey likes the it's Holocaust. Just, it's just provocative. It's well, there's member. no, there's no unlike, there's no, you know, dislike button. So it's just That's like true. when people say like, "Hey, you're I lost my grandpa." And showing interest. He was a great dude, and you're like, like. And I, it's I, like, what do you say I to that? I purposely don't like things occasionally because I'm like, I don't like that, but I, I want to acknowledge them, but that's fucked. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's a real weird thing yeah. about Facebook is when something comes up where you're like, you're glad that someone's expressing their feelings yeah. and they're like, yeah. I applaud you for missing your grandfather, but if I say I yeah. like this, Com- I'm it's glad. It's comment time. Yeah. That's when it's comment time. Uh, but I don't, I don't care that much. <laughs> well, Jesus. You know, it's really tough to. You're bringing to. me way too into this. Oh, it's, I, I don't know. You know well, yeah, what get, are we talking about Facebook? You get already? these yeah, days the is the, th- I, I'm thinking about you when there's a tragedy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, especially you. like if you don't believe in God, you can't be like, I'm praying for you. It turns into, 
I'll be thinking about you. you and that's like, what, what? Like when you're at the 7-Eleven, like, nah, that poor son of a bitch lost his grandpa. What do you know? And that's like the extent of the thinking. I'm going to yeah. start doing that when I'm jerking off to girls that I went to school with. I'm going to just, like at, at one in the morning, I'm just going to go post a page, thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> just these ominous masturbatory. You know what that means. <laughs> yeah, winky face. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so we've already talked about the Holocaust, masturbating, candy crush, and Facebook, and we're and like stools about and stools and what, what, five minutes four in? minutes, yeah. loose stools. Man, this is really descended. Busey is usually a really clean guy, but he's just taking us down the gutter. <laughs> lower quick. the tone, Busey. Hey, you know, I listen to podcasts, so <laughs> bad, bad turns are good for the podcast. I would, I yeah. would hope. You yeah. tell me if I'm if I'm too racy. You know, there's no such thing. How's life, Dan? Anything it's new? It's great. I fucking finally finished. The uh, downloadable content extra for The Last of Us called Left Behind, and I'm very sad that it's over. That game oh, was so excellent. Yeah. Oh, what are you going to do now? I got you. I'll probably What's kill myself because there's nothing else. What's your next tackle? Well, we did have Suicide <laughs> Knot in the Risk game <laughs> version, sure? but Dan just went there. <laughs> I'm going to roll the dice. Come on, apartheid. <laughs> there's probably some poor, some bitch listening to this. <laughs> Literally, like all the. I'm really. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, uh, Chris and I shared an interesting. Speaking of suicide, at the uh, oh Jesus, segue. <laughs> uh, we we went to an improv at the uh, the House of Magic. With Travis Greer. Hi, and Travis. They were trying we to did. solve a murder, and so they had clues and whatnot. And so one of the one of the clues was it was done in a red room. So the first guy came up and had to act out, you know, to try to convince the person that the room was red. And his choice was to slit his wrist and show the blood spraying all over the walls, indicating that the room was red. And I thought that was that was unique because every single (laughs) improv actor had to repeat that. It's like a, you know, take a lesson, Jackson Pollock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was an interesting night, though. It was uh, cool, our buddy, yeah. You may know Travis Greer from, he's in uh, both of our last videos. He yes. is the bank videos. manager in Ava, and he's the bad guy in Body Parts. Body Parts. And he's a great actor um, from the Venture he's his, area. He's in the TV show Mob City. He's, yes. Yeah, what? pops up in a lot of commercials, had a big Los national dudes, commercial. The musical group. Yes, yeah. Los Dudes. Good, good friend of ours and really talented. One of those guys that, you know, you just know at some point that guy's going to get a break because yeah. he's been at it and he just deserves it but he's a hell of an actor he's very fantastic. talented but he's an improv guy teaches a class at this place called the house of magic if you guys haven't been there it's something to check out it's this new facility in ventura is it like the suburban retreat for house of for magic castle kind of <laughs> that's not too far off they basically are doing all these different programs very arts based this wonderful couples open it up doing it for the right reasons you know almost just like a the rock city of this sort of thing absolutely for exactly. acting and they exactly. have dance classes and taekwondo and actual magic classes the guy that owns it is a magician and uh, it's a really great place but Travis does an improv class every Monday night and this was their yearly they do a show once a month supposedly but this is their yearly one so Owen and yeah. I went to support it and we enjoyed some improv and improv can be really funny. It was a neat experience. Yeah, it, can you know? it can be really bad too. <laughs> it's improv. It can. It's improv. You yeah. just that's the thing, man. You never know what you're gonna get. I'd love to see I'd love to go see like everyone was saying, go down to like LA and go see groundlings yeah. or oh, something. Yeah, yeah. Like cats second, like where second every city. dude is yeah. a game. And kinda. going to be like one dude on that stage is gonna be famous as yeah. fucking ten yeah. years. For yeah. sure. Straight to SNL or somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's very interactive, I and mean, they really do work with the crowd, and it's a lot of fun. It was it was an interesting night. It was definitely cool to do something fun. different. Thanks yeah. for dragging me out to that. I, I was not prepared. No worries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Owen was cheering. He was yelling stuff out. He was, he was participating <laughs> hard. He got into it. 
Yeah, well. And it was also creepy because one of the guys dressed like Owen in high school. He had like the black long leather jacket and the bright tie. No Tevas, though. No Tevas. <laughs> no Tevas. Did he have a jacket with elbow patches and a tie dye He shirt? did not. No. That's what I remember. He, he had, had a goatee. goatee. Yeah, he had a lot goatee. of things going on. But <laughs> you, was were, interesting. you were the king then, man. You I had the fun king. then. That was fun. I know. Yeah. There? And, then I, and then I got married, you know. <laughs> things change. No more Tevas, and, and not not by her choice, but it just it was just kind of gross, you know. Okay, well, when we're married I, now, no more Tevas. Yeah, pretty, well, basically, <laughs> marriage decided to get rid of that that toe fungus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Dane Clark, back to you. Yeah, hi. How are you doing? Good. How's I went surfing see, for the first time this weekend in about surfing? 20 years. Surfing. Oh, oh no, first kidding, time. really? And you qualified it. And I was like, the first time? 20 well, years? Okay, almost. 20 years. First time I was like the first time. It was time. a blast, man. Did you get two, bro? Bruh. Who did you, who'd you go surfing with? Last. Uh, my brother and uh, Josh Rosenberg. Oh. Dr. Josh Rosenberg. Seems reasonable. Yeah. Great time. What did, could you stand up on the board and I surf? Did, did it up. work? Mm-hmm. Out of the gate, or did it take a couple of spills? On my first ride, yeah. I mean, it wasn't oh, a good okay. ride. I was in really? whitewash. Were you on a long board or <laughs> on a, short a long board? It's basically like walking down the street, so it's very <laughs> forgiving. Yeah. Uh, I did. Was fall it a board board or one of those Still? like f- kind of foam boards? No, no, it's a glass board. Oh, cool. You think you're going to get into it a little more, or was yeah, it a one time? It was great. It was great exercise, and I actually had a really good time. I hadn't been in the ocean. Actually, the last time I was in the ocean was with you when we used to swim around the pier, and I got a fucking staph infection in my armpit. <laughs> that was the last time you've been in the ocean. All? Yes, ever until this past weekend. So, yeah, urinal point, dude. No, man, it was State Beach. I wish we swam around <laughs> that pier, dude. We swam, Sorry, we swam around the jetty once, and you and Rena had, had to, to carry you. me in because I almost died, dude. That was hardcore, dude. Swimming rescue. around that jetty was something else because I'm not much of a swimmer to begin with, but Go on. that may have been like the last time I've really gone in the ocean, it too. Was definitely last time I was. I actually, you know, I grew up in, in Cape. May were big, big surfing town, and and you know a lot of my friends back there, the Donnies of the world, are surfers, like mm-hmm. live it. And uh, I I never got into it back there. I never got into surfing. And uh, one of my good friends, Damien uh, Swick, who you guys know, oh yeah, when he came out to Cali and lived with me years and years ago for a brief period of time, took me out once or twice, and I actually enjoyed it. I, I hadn't got to the point where I could really do it, but he went out on something one day called Dawn Patrol. Yeah, oh yeah, that That's- was the end of the J Man. Because let me tell you, <laughs> all I remember is just. Freezing to death, <laughs> laying like as tight as I could on the board, face on the board, like water splashing out, like, ah! it was like Normandy. It was so fucking cold, dude. So for those of you in England that are more familiar with Normandy than Dawn Patrol, what Dawn Patrol is, is it's, it's going to surf as the sun rises. At dawn. Yeah. At dawn. Before work or school. And it's yeah. fucking freezing. And I but also- it's good because there's usually decent surf and there's usually not that many people out. And it's not even really that cold here in Ventura. We're just yeah. pussies. But I had the misconception of a lot of East Coast people do is you grow up watching Baywatch and shit and all these like, you <laughs> know, big Wednesdays and what have you. I always, always thought that the Pacific Ocean was warmer and that's not true. It is when you get out to Hawaii, but it's not here. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you go, <laughs> obviously. It's not bad now though. I was out. No, no. It was nice. It was nice. Yeah. Summertime in the East Coast, the Atlantic Ocean is hot. When that sun's Why beating down with that humidity, it's sense. it's warm. Yeah. I came out here, I never forget, must have been the first week I was out here, like, all right, going to run into the ocean and totally movie style, <laughs> like, <laughs> just dead sprint and just dove in and then submerged and then literally emerged, like, ah! I've 
vision of you jumping in and then popping up an ice cube and just bobbing there. <laughs> like, a, nice. yeah, I mean, because it was like it was probably like October in in California, and I found out very quick that that Pacific Ocean it may look warm and clear and green. It's cold as shit, and it also depends on where that current's coming it's from. True, there's a good chance that current was coming from Alaska. Well, I caught an Alaska current. Let me tell you, dude, I just sickled out. So that was the last time I ever got on a surfboard. But I am tempted to try it again because I, I thought the longboard was fun. I wouldn't want one of those little small ones where you got to be all athletic and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's too much work. First too. Yeah. yeah, come out, come out with us. We'll go surfing, brah. <laughs> I could totally also see that crossing over. Like I come in next <laughs> week and have bleach. <laughs> Your hair's <bra>. long. <laughs> Sup, brah? Like I've op shorts. Like gnarly wave. Gnarly, gnarly your, your laughs all of a sudden. Fucking Johnny Utah. Two octaves higher. Yeah. I, did I tell you about uh, the gentleman that was uh, the MC guy named Frank at uh, Spencer McKenzie's festival? Um, I saw him at Salzer's a oh, couple yeah. months ago, and he didn't know who I was and we had worked on this event together and we had played. So I came up and does strange things to old men. Yeah, I was like, what's up, Frank? How you doing? Good to see you again, man. And he's like, hey man. And this guy's an older surfer, sweetheart of a guy. He's like, it's good to see you too, man. I knew he's looking at me like he wasn't sure how I was. I was like, yeah, you know, it's been a long time since we worked together. You were awesome MC that day. Well he must have took it. He does MCing for surfing competitions. So what he then said, oh, this guy must be a surfer. He's like, I got to tell you, bro. He was like, you were nar-nar on the stick that day, no my man. Way. So help me God. <laughs> so help me God. So help on oh, my grandfather's grave. Well, you just titled my solo yeah, record. Totally, totally. So literally told me that I was nar-nar on the stick. But and that's then I was the like, first and I, tell I, you I that, right? the inner never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good so um i'll, I'll even accept that, that one yeah. into a story i got a phone call this weekend from one maris the great that's awesome it was, Speaking are of you Narnar serious that's, that's bizarre so badass that yeah, was fun um just random like yep. what, did, what did he want he was hanging out with my friend jacqueline oh okay mm -hmm. so then he called. now you got to explain to people who maris the great is no, no. look him up <laughs> yeah he's a legend in colorado yeah. he's a zombie that goes to shows in colorado and kills bands in full in, zombie. Oh wait, wait. He's a he's a gay, a gay zombie, gay yeah. undead zombie dark lord. And, and, and he <laughs> goes in full character, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does not full just never, he does not put ever. a mask on. And like, it is zombie darker. king, not like run of the mill zombie. Like was he in full character king. when they were hanging out, or was he just like was he just in sweats? He was in or full something? character when he called me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I just I'm wondering like if he Skype was dressed call. up. He once when they hung out or they I were just hanging out. I walked in when I was showering really and when I turned my back to him, <laughs> his response was, don't be so stingy with the pee-pee. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was pretty incredible. But it was like in demon voice. Yeah. But oh, yeah. he would don't go to shows. He would go to a lot of different rock shows and he would ask to kill the bands and take pictures of yeah, them. He killed us. Well, yeah, it's and, not. It's a punchline. It hasn't been publicized yet. Yeah, we never answered the questionnaire. So as far as we, everybody knows we're still alive. Well, Sorry. Yeah, that's why we're here. That's, yeah. yeah, he did kill punch doing the show. But but uh, just a just one of those type of people you can't make up, and it's for real. And he's out there in Colorado, and he he's dresses a, up like zombies and goes fun, to shows. Gay undead zombie king. But I mean, the makeup that this guy does is legit. Yeah, yeah. I real mean, it is professional. He rolls up and he freaks people out because it's clear that this guy just spent two hours putting this outfit together. You know, it's was that bad. was that Millie that got put on his stomach or or, Re or Renus? How far back? It would have been going? Millie. Yeah, that Millie was Millie. Got killed. It was, it was Millie. in the RV. Oh, okay. Yeah, Rini no, was dead I, a long time ago. I outside in the, the back of the venue. When yeah, like, Renus was already yeah. dead at that point. <laughs> <laughs> he was dead to me anyways, but no. <sighs> yeah, well, so that's was interesting. Yeah, that was, it was great. kind of a fun little Saturday story. 
Yeah, so go look up Maris the Great. I think it's probably MarisTheGreat.com. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, he's killed a lot of big bands, too. I'll, I'll tell you something. I had a, I experienced what I first call one of my first old man issues uh, this past weekend. And Condons? I fucking I got a new pair of shoes to run, <laughs> right? And uh, I went running, and literally like a mile in, like both my Achilles were like, oh, fuck, you know, and I like took the shoes off, and it had rubbed in, you know, cut me, like blister, like yeah. brand new shoes that they just didn't fit right. And I bought the same model, just the new year's version of last year's. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it a day or two. I went back to the store. They said, hey, you know, probably it's just, you know, try a different pair of socks because I wear really low socks, and it probably, okay, great. Well, then I run again, and the next day I wake up, and I have a full-fledged, like, back pain like lower back pain that i had like all weekend and i was like first off i was freaking out because i'm like oh my god that's usually like the first sign you know that's like where the show's over like you know like because you always hear about guys like my back but you know your back is i i mean i've heard tons of people say how debilitating yeah. it is yeah. but it literally ruined my weekend yep. like owen saw me friday night i was like all grumpy but like i couldn't move i couldn't get things i was scared to tweak it like my whole back was so sore and then ultimately i started to feel better <sighs> yesterday went to the store and they were great they totally gave me like a new pair of shoes they said it's not impossible that it could be the shoes they're like it's a little weird but they're like it's not impossible but <laughs> it was kind of weird man i had like back issues and now i'm like paranoid like i don't want to like twist the wrong the way age, man. Yeah. man we've crossed that we've yep. crossed that it happened to me about a year ago i remember that because you were working out a lot and then you said you had some back issues yeah, right? i don't even know what happened Just, yeah how long did it go away uh, it took a couple weeks Fortunately, my, my cousin's husband is a doctor. Well, I mean, till it, the, the insane pain went away in like a weekend, but it was a weekend of hell. And then I was like, ah, my back's uncomfortable. And then I got some exercises to do from my cousin's husband, who's a doctor. Just sucks because I've been working out a whole lot and like really taking it seriously. And then boom, just like that, it's like, fuck you. You're not doing anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> and there was like, probably ah. nothing happened, right? It's not like, oh, that was it. I tweaked my no, back doing I this. Can't like, my I can't remember backwards. what happened. So I don't know if it was the shoes or not. I Probably not. It's probably just me getting old. But old it was now. my first like, I'm hurt. And nothing caused it yeah. to be hurt. Totally. Like, so it's here old. I am blaming it on the shoes, and it's probably because I'm old. It's all the but. BS of us having to like do all this preliminary work before you do anything anymore. This, you know, you just got to stretch, or when you're done, you got to cool down, or you know, walk around, or like probably all those do years all. of uh, of J Man carrying gear into and I, oh wait, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't be that. And that shows. <laughs> but it could be the years of you carrying your suitcase in and out of a bus every day. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest oh, good I was call. I was telling before the podcast and I was telling Sweeves about how after Summer Sonic when the other bands basically left a bunch of their goodie bags how we went on a that dead race. That was amazing. And I just had like the two heaviest suitcases of all time full of like because Kai and I went and bought all the magazines that we were in in Japan because that was our only <laughs> chance to get that shit. So Not we were coming the back. the Japanese versions of CDs we wanted. Like, uh, we, oh, programs. Oh, I mean, it was like a $20 like glossy program. suitcase full of just shit. Yeah, and it was our first time ever out of the country. We that. figured, hey, it may never happen again, so we might as well get as many goodies as we can. But man, I mean, literally, it was like a 200-pound suitcase full of You didn't of have to carry the, the broken wheel banana case across the Poro for oh, yeah. fucking so like what Chris eight miles. This roll truck, you know, this big ass heavy Nothing keyboard. Was like so that we'll mission. elaborate on these stories. Uh, so Chris talking about we played worse. first time we ever went to Japan. We played a <clears throat> massive festival, huge. our first massive festival, huge. Radiohead was headlining. I mean, like it was. Fucked you know, up. that's what I tell people about it. Oh, you know I asked him about that. Did you guys see them that night? Like in the? Did you go in the stadium and watch Radiohead? No. Yes, yes, I did. Yes. Well, we talked. No, you asked me if there was an additional, a 
Normodome show that they played that you no. went to sleep at the hotel. No, I, That's I, what I you said, said, I said, did I, could I have slept at the Hody that night? And I think I did. When you, you guys went, I could have been in that hotel. No, crashed. no way. We were all there together. We were all yeah. there. You could have been sleeping in the dressing room or yeah. something. Man, that would have been that would have been lame. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. I don't like that memory because that would have been so lame. Where's Busey sleeping in the fucking dressing room? It's cool, man. So we played this big ass festival, huge, and there's only three stages, and it's fucked up, and everything's it's a dream. But what they do is because there's so few bands. They give every band these insane gift bags. Badass, oh, good, badass. And we're talking about like these awesome like audio technical headphones. Like, those expo- phones, all you know, of expensive us. headphones. Forever. All this, this is like shit, rich guy food. Grammy yeah, shit. Like, yeah, real yeah. Like good Grammy gift bags. Only you don't have to claim it on your taxes. So, so basically what Chris and I find out, not only that, but also in the rooms are like catering and booze. Mm-hmm. And so what Chris and I figure out mm-hmm. accidentally by stumbling in someone else's dressing room and all dressing rooms are together is we're like – Whoa, none of these, this doesn't mean anything to any of these people. So we decide to fucking team up and go through every dressing room at the end of the night <laughs> yeah. and take everything that was left behind. I and mean, it was awesome. It was awesome. We like, got so many shirts. Remember like how many shirts, shirts they give everybody? Like three shirts and everybody's like awkward Jeez, fitting. Like, because, like, like, in Japan, they have really str- different tailoring. And so for like, Lanky white dude is just not meant for Too you. Small. They show they show it boobs off. The yeah. yeah, they show <laughs> boobs like, off. I grabbed like twenty titty shirts and gave one to every girl I know when I got home. And, oh, it was just great. Yeah, it was great because a lot of and we were just so mystified that like why wouldn't some forty one want all their glossy programs? And we're thinking because this is probably like the fiftieth event that they've played like yeah, and they this. Don't give you know? and why? And they don't want those titty shirts. Yeah, they but, even, they're, like they don't even want to jerk off at them. They have yeah. so many shirts. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking. Of some forty-one, please tell me one of you saw the recent picture that Perez Hilton posted of Derek, the lead singer at the Tom <laughs> no, Petty concert. No. Sweeves, I beg of you, please pull that up if you don't mind. Eng- Engineer Sweeves, g- g- give give it a minute. <laughs> Things have gone wrong. Derek Webley, Tom Petty. And listen, I like Sum 41 as much as the next guy. No problem with them. Yeah, yeah, We've actually right. played with them once and or twice nice back in the dudes. day. They, really were, nice they were totally we, cool to us. Partied with them in Japan. At party, I festival. actually ran interference so the lead singer could piss on the bar as he ordered a drink. That's a true story. Those guys were as wild as they oh, yeah. were said. Yeah. But oh, nice you guys. got it. You got it. Uh, I'll work the mic while you guys go take a look at him. I think it's that one all the way to the left, Sweeves. Is that unbelievable? Oh, I'm sorry, I mean, Derek. You look like hell. Anybody out anybody out there listening, get online, find a recent picture of him just taking it at a Tom Petty concert. You you, right next to <laughs> you will not know who it is. You will not know who it is. I don't know if you're gonna want to put him on the top of your pencil. He looks like a troll. Ball. Look at perfect. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> I I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if he was bit by a, a oh, spider an and he's Levine, really swollen. Do you have that Jerry Lewis disease? I mean that that must just oh, be what blame happens. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. That must be what happens when you marry Avril Levine. Hopefully the dude Canada. from Nickelback yeah, looks like that soon. You get divorced from her. exactly. Mm, totally. You watch all that. Wow. Yeah, heavy duty, huh? Whew. Yeah. Well, hey, that messed so you me may up. be having some back problems, but your life could be worse, Jamie. <laughs> He's got more money than us. He's whatever. taken plenty of Percocet to solve his black back Clearly. problems. Clearly, yes. <laughs> you don't retain that much water naturally. Oh. 
Well, folks, this is not a trash talking podcast. I, 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 I have not it, gotten it the normal apparently. No, this is this is cruel, man. <laughs> we may, we may no have to title this the Cruelty Hour, dude. <laughs> this is by far our cruelest cast, dude. Talking some shit. Well, hey, um, we do have Owen here. We do have a guest. So yeah. let's talk about some stuff that's going on with not only you, Owen, but with Kai as well. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, the new Calamity record is available. It's and right. and this, this weekend, by the time you hear this, the show will already have occurred. But you guys are getting yes. ready one, to play. One time only. The CD release. <laughs> the CD release for the new Calamity record. And yes. ladies and gentlemen, if you have not heard the new record yet, first off, what are you doing? Because if you're one of the four people that listen to we're this, like Dan up. says, and you, that means you're an Army of Freshman <laughs> fan. And if you're an Army of Freshman fan, the Calamity contains Owen, Kai, and... Aaron. That's the, 50%. That's it is. 50% of the band. And, Bald the and Phil have played with Army of That's true. That's true. In their circuit career. bass players. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Phil circuit. is the gentleman like that fills in of for Kai. Oh, oh, surrogate. On the last UK tour. So, I mean, this is very much an Army of Freshman related project. This is like this is like our New Amsterdams, for lack of a better word, or right. Reggie in the full enough. effect. Cool. You know? Oh, um, I'll take but, that. But this new record is really, really good. And it's a very different side of you guys as musicians and as writers and and it's 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 something epic so big party this weekend cd release this saturday at our home away from home bombay yes obviously if you're listening to this you missed it because we'll be <laughs> posting this the day after damn it but owen please tell us about the new record which is out now and people can get, get it now. where can you get it on itunes yeah like, you can get it anywhere that digital albums are sold basically i, did, I didn't find it on the spotify yeah it is, is it on the spotify it is on the spotify it for, is for free mm-hmm. Uh, yep. maybe I don't know Bandcamp? search terms might be weird look up it's, the record Nate, that's if, weird I don't know if you searched the, the Calamity I, well I searched Calamity what's, oh, the, what's, the, what's the name of the record, record anyway uh, the name of the record is A Ghost of These Moments cool and and why don't you tell us about how this whole record came about uh, this whole record kind of came about second record second mm-hmm. record first record was, was about aught nine well. right first first record was about five four or five years ago aught nine uh, which was a culmination of songs that we had messed around with for the four years prior to that, and the four years prior to that, we're basically uh, spent getting together on our off time when we could just to kind of mess around with songs that we, you know, we're having a good time with. Just it, all about music, all organic, just friends, whatever. So we put that record out. We're stoked on it. But it was kind of like poppy, and this this record was more like kind of, I don't know. It was just more of a collection of songs. This was written, a, like, that was written over a very long period yeah, of time. Yeah, a long so period of time. Like, a song here, a song there. These are this new record was written over a much shorter period of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's just a little more consistency, a little more cohesive. In the yes. style, I guess, yeah. Because style, for, the, for the first record, I remember one of the knocks, and it was not a knock, but it was like there was the one pop song, there was the one song that was almost kind of country, there was the one song that was just like straight four yeah. on the floor rock. So finding yourself. There was, there was you a know? little bit of everything yeah. happening. And there. it was like five years writing those songs. Yeah. I mean, and anything you there. do that you care about, you gotta suck great, at it first. Great, great record though. I, I love yesterday's tragedy. Like I absolutely adore that song. That's my favorite song on the oh, first man, record. I love oh, dry, cool. dry, so good. Oh, awesome! Crash test dummies. You know, acapella outro is fucking uh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. We're trying. We're going to replicate that at the show. We yeah. are. We're Cannot doing. Wait. We're doing we, rehearsal for that. We've we've hired a choir. Yes. <laughs> <Excellent>. <laughs> cool. Yes. So so that was the first record. Now the second record comes out years later. So the second record comes out years later. Uh, but four years, three years later, four years. Four years later? Yeah. Four years but later. I think that was more just about 
logistics of getting together and actually doing it or actually committing to doing it. We I'm had even we recording had a song. it took us like three months. Yeah, and, and <laughs> where, then, did, where and did, then, did you record it at? We recorded at the captain's quarters uh, or satellite studios, I guess, whatever the name is for right now. Ca- what's the captain's quarters? That's his new name, With I think. Armand John oh, Anthony. Studio. Armand Studio. He's changed the Armand name. Yeah, I think he may have changed the name. Yeah, yes. our buddy Armand, uh, who's we've recorded Army Fresh himself with him. He's a great dude. He yeah. we recorded with him in his studio over initially about a month. Springtime, yeah. thir- 2013, April, May area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, then then there was just like some dead time when we got things mixed and mastered, and we didn't put it out until the fall, late fall, and and then ultimately really like December. Yeah. Like when we actually put it out. It was mm-hmm. ready to go, but we just didn't put it and out. And when has it? When did it come out? Last month? December. Yeah. Oh, it was available in yeah. December. Yeah, right before gotcha. Christmas. Yeah. Gotcha. But mm-hmm. you're having the CD release party in March. Record came out in December, CD release party. Yeah, yeah nothing physical yet. And we haven't played a show in like forever. Two like, years, probably. Has it been that two long? Two years? The camp out, it maybe? been that long. It's been almost two years. <laughs> it's been since Camp Out, which was August or September of, of uh, 2011. 2011, right? Well. 12. 12, 2012. So okay, about a year and a half we've wow. played, we played wow. a show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So so this new record, uh, you guys both said it's a little more cohesive. I mean, so what what's the sound? Like, how would you categorize it if possible? I guess like, it's Slayer. Yeah. Like Slayer on a good day? It's slightly popular. Just, yeah. I guess, moodier than the last record. Mm. Uh, Definitely more moodier. Yeah, more yes. kind of. Darker, like, would you say? A little bit darker. A little I mean, a little more personal, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I found and the lyrics to be also, pretty dark, personally. This is also the last record was very, like, a lot of it was very collaborative where we even sat down and wrote the lyrics together. Yeah. Like, we would be, like, line to line to line with Aaron and Owen and I. And this mm-hmm. one, all of the lyrics were Owen. It was mm-hmm. all him. Mm-hmm. So then it, it kind of tells a story of sort of a, like, a dark period of Dark period in my bands, life, yeah. Know? But, I, you know, it's one of those things you don't Owen's like Owen's married and Owen's been married a very long time. And so he works out his shit. I'm human. In music. Yeah, it's, you know. <laughs> I'm just human, and then work it and out. He's got a kid, and you know he's got he's got struggles. <laughs> so these songs struggles are that we don't know about, you know, but uh, things we don't understand. So this record would basically be called uh, Owen in his thirties, basically. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Owen's been married back. a while. The first calamity record is Owen in his late twenties, and the next and the next <laughs> yes. one is Owen in yes. his early thirties. You know, yeah, Owen's having fun in his twenties. Then Owen's been married too long in his thirties. Owen's Owen's going to be called more money. More more problems <laughs> <laughs> featuring bass gotcha. so this Anyways. this new record very introspective very very uh a very full statement i'm a big fan of the record i've had the chance to listen to it now two times and Excellent. i, I like you, it man. a lot Thanks, guys. i like it a lot um and and it feels very raw it feels like a very just boom like it I feels like we, the emotions just kind of coming out even, even sonically even when we wrote the songs we didn't overthink anything yeah we we like most of the songs were written we'd get in we'd practice one time we'd be done with it we'd come back the next time we'd tighten it up and make sure we knew everything and mm-hmm. that'd be it mm-hmm. we'd be over and but like when in the recording anything. process we basically tried to capture it just straight up and and you know have, have like real instrumentation yeah, a instead lot of, of stuff instead, was, like you know, like pedals and amps and and like real, but real, you know, like yeah, live. all the all the like, like effects on the guitars were all we used actual pedals and plugged it in and did it kind of live. So we'd actually be stomping pedals while we're recording uh-huh. instead of like, okay, now we're gonna do the delay part. Yeah, kind of wanted to keep this like. 
So it was, I mean, it was recorded live. Recorded live. Well, but like it wasn't recorded. Piece by piece. But, not yeah. all of it, but yeah, you didn't go back into the Pro Tools and say, now we're going to, like you said, we're going to yeah. do the delay part. Like, yeah, totally. doing that stuff live. And we I made the you, decision early, like, to use the piano that's in his studio. That's that, that little out of tune and, yeah. like, a little weird. And we're like, screw it. Like, let's just go for it. And... I'm glad we made the choice. It was like kind of like a weird it's choice upright, at times. It's a little out of tune-ish, and like it, yeah. but it sounds it's awesome. Character. It got character. And same with the guitars. We kept like Phil and I tried to. We each had an amp. We did one guitar tone each, and we just went with it instead of like, what's the right feel for the song? Mm-hmm. Fuck it, dude. It's my guitar, so my amp. Let's do it. What's if there was one song on the record that would be a good introduction? You think like if somebody's listening uh, to this podcast to and said the to the band, like you know what what tune would you say? Hey, get I'd on Bandcamp and listen to this track. I'd I think that like. For me, like the song that I push is just like an overall calamity song is Dreamin', but that's just Great me. That seems it's, to be the one just that like everybody a straight pop likes. You know, that's and the one that I think is closest to the first record. Yeah, though. I do too. So know? well, and it's more palatable. I mean, yeah. if you give somebody like that's dry what I'm or one of those songs, you could just be like, whoa, yeah. you know, it could be a little too you know dark or or uh, hard to digest. What would you say, Kai? Um, on the new record. I mean, I think that I love musical fashion. That's my favorite song on the record. And that's the one that sort of, it's a way more drive. And it's the most rocking song cool. on the whole record. But it's also not dark. Yeah. So, so that's true. Yeah. yeah. That's so, also true. So th- check those two out if you want a taste of the calamity, see what they're all about. Dreaming and musical fashion. Oh, yeah. You can go to the, the calamity.com and. And yeah. there's links. Yeah. And, and where can somebody Bandcamp buy this record it? and actually support you guys? If somebody who's like wants to be cool and they Bandcamp actually want to buy a record iTunes. in 2014. The Bandcamp record is on iTunes. Yeah, it is on iTunes. Yeah, it's, it's on, on iTunes. Bandcamp. That's the easy way. Bandcamp, we mm-hmm. get more money in our pocket that to help mm-hmm. towards future stuff or whatever. Yeah, if you go to Bandcamp, Apple doesn't <laughs> steal our money. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. So, so guys, you got to check this this record out. It's really, really strong. And again, if you're listening to this, you're familiar with Army of Freshmen. And that's the thing that I don't think some people realize is that it is three members yeah. of Army of Freshmen. And <laughs> the other two dudes are two of our best friends. And we kind of switch so, it up, too, where Aaron plays drums. Yeah. Yeah, which is very cool. Cool. Kai plays and guitar. Kai's playing and guitars. Play guitar. Yeah, you get to hear Kai and Aaron do something Kai that they don't do. Kai sings on the do. record too. You mm. know, just some harmonies and stuff. And so let's you know. let's uh, while we're on the topic. I mean, obviously, a band like side projects are weird because they start as a distinct side project, but I feel if they stay together long enough, they become their own beast. And I think Calamity is a good example and, of and that. Even calling something a side project really is like yes, there's always the main focus, and I think that's just a matter of budgeting time. Yeah. I agree with that. But 100%. if you have another band, if you're in a band and you have another <clears> band, <throat> it usually is because the two bands sound nothing alike. For example, like the Decemberists and Death Cab for Cutie, share yeah. a member. And those bands sound nothing alike. I mean, there's no, there's no conflict there. Yeah. yeah. No, no song. When, when do you think <laughs> it crosses over, though? Because the first time you hear about a band, when the Calamity first came out, for lack of a better word, it was always side project. And yeah, now people think don't talk ever... about it like that as much anymore. The clan, you know what I mean? Well, I like, think that it also had to do with the fact that, I mean, I mean, Freshman was significantly busier then too. And like that was, I mean, we were doing that all the time. So we yeah. never really had yeah. it. It also seemed like it started. <clears throat> well, shit, it did. It started, it in, started as a side project. Yeah. Why don't you guys tell the story? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just sitting in, uh, Chris's mom's, uh, teaching room in Cape yeah. May. So we were on tour with yeah. lucky boys confusion. Uh huh. And we were... Hot four? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Back in hot four. Back in hot I think four. so. Yeah, it was after Warp Tour. Yeah, fall we of 2004. Were, we were getting ready. We were riding under the radar. We we were like, okay, we're going to do all this touring with Big Bar Steel. But Big Bar Steel was, at that point, even by the time it came out, was a little bit old for us. We were riding a lot. Yeah. So we kind of, on the tour, 
Aaron and Owen and I, every night, when everyone was partying, we were going in the van and sitting down with a shitty Oh, was Casio that the hit kit demos, keyboard right? Yeah. Two you were partying, too. Don't kid yourself. Oh, it wasn't we were, like it. No, we were. But, I mean, like, we would, in, like, during, basically, between the times we would play and Here's the end first. of the show, we would do this. And then at the end of the show, we'd get our freak on. And so, like, we would get in the van with two acoustics and this fucking Casio. And we'd oh, that was beat, so awesome. And we would write a bunch of songs. And we would record them on a tape deck and then give you Chris the tape yeah. and then you would have to listen to it and come up with the lyrics because we were, we were basically like we're touring so much now we have to have this record done we're not going to have much time we're only going to have the winter to get home in a room and put these songs together World's full band or whatever that's one I remember and so we wrote or that so, beat transmission or whatever that was I mean called. how many songs did we write like 30 fucking songs was it that many it I don't lot, think it was that many right yeah. It was a lot. Okay. And, and one night we're crashed at my yeah. folks' house. One night we're crashing. It was an off night from tour. Yeah. And, and everybody K-Man, went out. Everybody wanted to, to go party. to a party. We were all out. kind of burnt and decided, you know what, dude, let's just stay back. We got to, like, uh, someone was like, I think I got a song. Let's sit back and try to work on a song. <clears> so the three of us and Bobby stayed back. And everyone else went out to the bar and party night. It was just one of those nights where, for whatever reason, we didn't feel like going out to party. We got in there and sat down. And there was this little like electronic drum that was like these four pads, almost like a V drum kit without the kick drum. And then a stand up piano, and I grabbed an acoustic guitar. So now Aaron's on drums, Owen's on piano, and we just end up writing two songs that night. One of them being sort of countryish, and one of them being super Beatles, 45. which ended up being on the first record. One, one called Diane, one called Forty Five. It's about Bobby's mom. Yeah. Which I mean, that's yeah, the that's, joke. That's, <laughs> that's how we came up with the lyrics that night yeah. because we were just we, we were yeah we were writing a song Diane's and her Linus. name fit the rhyme yeah, the yeah. and we were basically like okay we fucking we have these and we were drinking beers in the house. Don't think we weren't not we were we were yeah, doing our thing. And so we were hanging out and we basically came up with these two songs. We're like, this is not. These could never be Army Freshman songs. They're way too fucking different. Could never work no matter what we do to them. And so at that night in our you you know, intoxicated it? minds, we decided, all right, man, Aaron, since you're on drums and guitar, we just as a fucking band. And we named it The Calamity after another night on tour when we were in Texas, Texas. recording demos with Jarrett for the record just before this. We had gone to Texas to record some demos that were also for Under the Radar. And... Oh, and, and, and those ended up being the at the end of the day. At EP. the end of the That's day, correct. EP. When we were recording that in Texas, we would stay at this hotel every we night, and we would, I mean, we were working weeks. long days there. I mean, we were in that studio twelve plus hours a day, and we'd get back oh and be God. beat. And Owen just passed the fuck out, and we we're all watching movies. Yeah, fast asleep, night. Terror. He's asleep. There's also and seven he, of us in one hotel room. And he has a remote in his lap, and we're all watching TVs. And out of nowhere, he just night terror wakes up and screams, "It's a calamity!" <laughs> and so holding that's how, the remote, also. holding the remote, and like pointing the remote at the TV. <laughs> and so that's where how that came up. But that's how the band started. It was basically we're just like, "All right, we got a fucking band yeah. now." Like, it's and it was very just, natural. It was a very natural totally. progression. Just, it wasn't the calamity. Never was. Hey, let's three of us go start no. this band. No, it was and very it, was a, it was a happy accident. But a lot of great. That's. I mean, That's what I wanted to na- title the first record, by the way, but I got vetoed on that. Happy, happy accidents. accidents, yeah. Mm. Mm. That's all right. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but but uh, no. The um, the funny thing about it is what you're saying is it's so everything all has always been like organic and real and just fun and like there's never been any agenda yeah i guess and, that's and, why and the, the side is because we never have like put we just kind of get together when we get together and what happens yeah. happens but, there's never but been like, like i'm saying purpose. like three four years ago the flyer would say 
the Calamity CD release featuring members of Army of Freshmen. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't say that anymore. <clears throat> and true. I'm not saying the flyer that you would yeah. make. I'd say somebody that totally. would like write an article. Yeah. Would. yeah. yeah no, well, that, I think that part of that speaks to what Freshman's doing at the time. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been and anything also, like I just close, think to the fact know? that at this point, I mean. God, dude, we're probably creeping up on 10 years in as calamity. Yeah. 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 So, true. like, at well, that point, people are like, oh, yeah, we know that. Fuck. Yeah, Like, yeah. in this era, we yeah, know. Yeah. And you guys We've never played, toured. You guys always yeah. stayed local. We've played a handful of shows outside of Ventura County. We've done yeah. a couple in the desert for the, like, the, you know, the David Lowry from Cracker Camper. Camp out. Us a the camp really out, yeah. Kind to us and hooked us up with some shows. And other than that, <clears> and, like, a couple L.A. shows, we've never really played outside of this area. So people yeah. right here, they know what. Local, local band. Yeah. Local based. You know. Definitely. Excellent, excellent. So that essentially is the story of the Calamity mm-hmm. and uh, CD release this weekend. I hope it's awesome. I know Dan, John, and I will we'll be, be there. there. For awesome. sure, looking forward to it. <clears throat> and uh, Owen's um, promoted like crazy. Yeah, Owen's, he's you he's gone old school, dude. <laughs> oh, thanks, yeah. man. I'm tired, dude. Oh yeah, I have those download cards in the car, by the way. Oh, bitching, kids. Oh. You, but you, also you, like the note, Owen promoted this show harder than any single show that Army of Freshmen's <laughs> played in 15 years. So it's hey, nice to know. All those times Owen to. said it's really not my thing, J man. <laughs> Clearly it is, dude. Because, but he didn't know. But man. This, this, this is my thing. He's like tied in with the fucking city. Like literally, I got a tweet from the city of Ventura downtown entertainment it's like calamity show this weekend tickets have, on sale now i'm like nice pull dude hey, <laughs> man. I, I, I have hey. i have some connections brother <laughs> you just had to you know just had to flip the switch yeah, yeah. Well, well to close out this cast speaking about the calamity again everybody go out get this record Please support do. support this band simply because this band is three of us yes. and uh yeah, it's a fucking know, good record and it's get a great good record music. it's a good good deep record that i think people are really really going to enjoy so i agree very excited and let us know what you think about it let these guys know what you think about it hit us back hit them up where can they follow yeah, where you guys and find you, guys? you? I just, your facebook the calamity.com yeah facebook the calamity there's a twitter but we don't ever use it so no, you can, you can yeah. go ahead and tweet us and a year or two from now when someone checks <laughs> it, you'll get a reply maybe and, and please spread <laughs> the word on the record too yeah. let people know that this is out there if you enjoy it one of the biggest problems i have with music now is the way people listen to music mm-hmm. they don't share it like they used to share it on Spotify. Yeah. yeah, Go on Spotify. If you're going to listen on Spotify, you're not going to pay for it. Then at least for fuck's sake, share it on Facebook. Definitely. Yeah. It's just, people don't spread the word. They listen to something and it's good, but it's not part of their, you know, how it used to the regimen. It's not how it's done anymore. You don't, you don't really mouthpiece music. You (laughs) like much, you know, I mean, because you don't pay for it and you don't put as much time in. Yeah. Cause you're not, cause sometimes if you pay for something, you're stoked on it. You want to tell somebody else like I paid for this, you should pay for it too. Now it's like, I heard something cool. If you pay for something, you listen to it more because it's there. You know, when it nowadays with like with Spotify, man, I listen to a record and like a bunch of records came out today. I put made a list of stuff I want to check out. I'll, I'll give you three songs. If mm. you don't blow my mind in three songs, how 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 am I a record? No ever, one has time. How's a record ever going to grow? On no one has time. That's, it's fucked, right? That's no, fucked. it is, but it's kind of a sign of the times. Just with us being as old and as we I'm are, old, yeah. and I still think old school. <laughs> what the fuck's a kid going to do? We like, we've talked about this hundred times, but we used to allowance money or saving your lunch money or doing a chore and being able to go buy a record that you really wanted man you listen to that thing too you fucking like it even if the first time you listen you're like oh fuck it's like Nintendo it's like a bad Nintendo game you played that motherfucker until you liked it because you're like oh my god this record blows you're still gonna try to beat Ninja Turtles I used to split the cost of games with my buddy across the street that was oh yeah that was difficult oh man because we'd like alternate when we had it no wonder you got married so young (laughs) I've always been too selfish for that kind of sharing (laughs) 
Yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah, that's some dangerous shit. It was dude. dangerous, dude. Yeah. Isn't that the like the fucking? But we, we, we that's how, we that's how, hang that's out, how kids you know? kill other kids. <laughs> yeah, that's like the, the original plot of Children of the Corn, dude. They tried to go in on games. You know, yes. oh, you can that's hang out at King's each other's pad and play the games. Let's but, name. Um, with that said, talking about side projects, not that Calamity is a side project anymore. But before we close out, let's go around the horn and can anybody throw out some of their favorite side projects or bands that started as a side project? Definitely. Oh, well, you got fuck, the, you got fuck. the, how about real big fish started as a side project for a Scott band called the scholars that wow. Aaron was Aaron and Scott and a bunch of those dudes were in and their real fish was their side project. Wow. Think about how that turned out. Wow. <laughs> well, littlest man it's band. So that. it's, it's side the, project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Littlest man band is the scholars. Yeah. It's all those dudes. Well, they so they were used to like sharing video games and yes. <laughs> trading. Yeah. Wow, that you just did a reverse. Yeah, I it know. was like a reverse bukak, a skakaki right there, dude. Okay, so reverse the scholars, scholars spawned Real Big Fish. They were a side project. Real Big Fish got huge. So then Scott made another band with all his buddies from the scholars called Littlest Man Band. And so then, we're fantastic. Oh, I didn't. Was I was original not aware. Band, it was the original same. band to side project to side project. And then there was also the Forces of Evil, which, which shot was Aaron's, Aaron's side project. Side project. Was a side project. And then Dan had electronic side project that he did called black casper yeah it was hip-hop yeah wild yeah so and real big fish those so those guys must have just hated being in real big fish or what like i mean no, it's just was... different types of music yeah i mean you can't again it's it, dude the littlest main band is like the calamity where like i know and, and, and i'm, I'm like is, the general that public incre- that assumes yeah. that, that you're that trying to break away incredible example you're, we're getting into some heavy uh music nerd shit yeah, here but Calamity is the littlest man band versus, you yes. know, Army of Freshmen, you know? I mean, in very, like, because it's a little more musical. It's the best singer. A little darker, a little more yeah, a little honest, darker, The best singer in the band, you know, that kind of thing, you know? So. That's true. Dan, any uh, side projects? Real Big Fish, that's a side well, project that a, became the main project. Yeah, and Little Little's a huge one for me, but and Little's Man Man's awesome. But uh, honestly, I'm going to know that much music history about side bands and side projects yeah, and stuff. I, don't I mean know a lot either. the fucking calamity is one of my favorites. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. I don't mean buddy. that to be cheesy or stupid. It's actually That's true. That's true man. You were one of the first backers. I remember waking up one night on tour in the van and you were like playing the original live demo we did. And he showed and like, this guy shit. comes to things that no it's one true. comes to, dude. It's he true. came I played the other night by myself and he came with his buddy from LA and like I love watching you work. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if it's I don't <laughs> know what it is. But it's cool that you show up, man. I appreciate it, dude. Let's have another beer. Side project. Alan, you got a side project? Uh, side project, I don't know. Um, are you saving New Amsterdam's for me or what? Oh, you just take no, it. Whatever you want, I, I was going to say that, but that's a great example. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't listen to enough of New Amsterdam's. I, um, th- I got one record. But Everybody, Never, never You Mind was the record I got. Well, that's the first one. And that's the first record I got but, and the but, only record I got. Record. But who are they a side project? The Get Up Kids. Yeah. One of my faves. One of my all-time faves. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's... They're, they're fantastic because it's just... It, I guess it's just the alt-country version of the Get Up Kids. Mm. It's kind of the closest... If From what we're talking about, it's the closest to the actual band, I suppose. I mean, the style's different, but the singer's the same. Drummer's the same, right? Not... I mean, it's really just Matt Pryor. It's just The Pryor's drummer was thing. only the same on that first... On the record. Oh. The only, on the record you have, it's mostly the Get Up Kids <laughs> playing on it and everything yeah, else all right. not. Okay, well... He actually got a band together. So, I, yeah, I have no knowledge of, of that, but I yeah, do like They're it. They're good. Would yeah. you consider when one of the guys in a band puts out a solo record as a Absolutely. side project? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I would... 
Well, I mean, yeah, it's starting to get really redundant, but Matt Pryor from the Get Up Kids. And the New Amsterdams. Yeah. That's like whittling it down even further. Yeah, I mean, that's a guy that, I I mean, there's a side project. I, I think I thought of another one. The fucking Postal Service. Great. Oh, yeah, great example! But that's one of the biggest examples of exactly. a side project becoming so yeah, infinitely but was even bigger. A side project that was just like it a was. project. It, but, but, but it was a side, side project. project. I mean, because Death Cab was touring was... a fuckload, and what's crazy about that is that at the time became bigger than Death Cab for Cutie, and it got so big that then the next Death Cab record got like he got a major label deal for Death Cab. Was that prior based to? On Transatlanticism. It was around the same time. I think it was a little but before. It, but yeah. Transatlanticism, it was a little before got that it came ball. out. But it got the push around the same yeah, time. Yeah, they got then, the like, Olympics theme song and, and shit back yeah, then. Yeah, but I mean, like, but you're I mean, talking about big. Post Service got huge. Then it, it made Death Cab bigger. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It got them their major label deal. I mean, that shit, that shit went gold, and those guys had never they played just did their 10 year anniversary of that record. Yeah, I know. Crazy. I saw it. Hmm. No, you know, I'm trying to think. I'm actually I'm at a loss a little bit. I mean, because to me, there's a difference between a side project is when you're doing it and a project already exists. Yes. Starting a band after your band is how about, done how about, is how totally about this? different. Yeah, how about States? fun being the side project of the format? <laughs> no, because they were format was format done. Format was done. Was done. And fun uh, sucks like, dicks. John, you said you had one. What did What did you have? <laughs> there's some good. There's some good fun songs. There's not. What do you got, John? <laughs> Soulless white people version of fucking format. <laughs> I like some of them, dude. They're good. Side side project of uh, Chris from Saves a Day and Max from Saint Two Thing. Tongues. Two Tongues. I love that record. It's a good mm, record. Good. And oh my uh, gosh, you just brought up saying anything. I got. <laughs> I don't know why, man. Matt Skiba and the Secrets. I yeah. really like uh, that record. Me too. That's a good record. And Dan Adriano from uh, Slapstick. Yeah. Yeah, Dan, how about Dan in, in his emergency room is fucking oh, great. So good. That, oh, yeah, that, that is Dan yeah, solo that's a great record. record. How about Duval? No, no that Smoke was and Popes was done. Were they're they back, but they were done at the time. They were that done was, at the time. That was his trying to. That was him trying to do Smoking Popes, but singing about Jesus. Yeah, didn't work. Did it? Uh, Good a, melodies. Though. Now, what a band a, called Portastatic that is a side project of Superchunk, the singer side project, oh. and it's it's fucking great. It's like if you like Superchunk and you want to see that guy get a little more acoustic and a little now, more. Here's a, uh, a question that I know you know the answer to. Did Dave Grohl start the Foo Fighters when Nirvana was around, or no. did they start after? Nirvana After was done. Nirvana died because he made that first record by himself. Mm. He played everything. And just was he in record. Nirvana when he made that record, or was no, Nirvana no, done? Nirvana was done. Kirk Hyman killed himself, and he, and you know Chris Novoselic went off to do Sweet Seventy Five. Sweet Seventy Five, which is and, awful, which is unlistenable. And Dave Grohl made a record by himself that's one of the greatest rock records of all time. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Fuck. There's a fine line between like collaborations and side projects when it gets to that level. Well, I just think if you rock, have you know? side projects, is just you have a band, you do another. It band. means, but your other project still is going, still going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a key thing because yeah. a lot of bands, a lot of guys have done solo records, obviously. Yeah. And that's, Which is, I mean, I'm cool with solo yeah. records. I'll count that. If as long as your band's still together, you're not yeah. just like my band broke up. So it was no, funny, no. you know, like one of like Losey dude. He, put, he asked me one of the first things. He's like, "What's up with freshmen?" It's like, you know, they're done. You realize like, you're it, taping, right? We well, don't know who Bill Losey. No, I didn't say anything wrong. Okay. I'm just saying, like, it was just funny because he asked me, he's like, "So what's up with freshmen? Freshmen over, over with, done with? You doing this thing instead or something? Like, what's going on? Like, all direct like that. I was like, it's like, no, it's just different. You know, it's just." coinciding you know what do, i mean what do you so i i just it's funny like the whole side project thing has been kind of 
plastered all over this, yeah. which is which is fine. You but know? I think I it's mean, gotten away from it a lot. Person, just in the terms of the calamity, I think it's moved. Maybe naturally, very far not away deliberately. I guess there's been. What's the greatest been? side project of all time? Shit. Uh, it would have, you have to, to be, go far back. How long is a piece of string? I mean, come on. <laughs> it would have to be somebody going solo, you know? <clears throat> Elvis yeah. Costello? Yeah, is there a difference between side project yeah, he was and always, solo? He was always his. Elvis no, was as long as your regular project <laughs> I mean, is still, still together. Going. But if he your regular project ends, Sting. And then, you know what oh. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Sting. Oh, but the police broke up before he went yeah. solo. Yeah, they broke up because he was sucking all the soul out of them. Yeah. <laughs> and the sting was just that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking of tons of... The sting of, was sting! I'm thinking of tons of solo people, but they all started solo after. Yeah, yeah. it was like the... Rob Thomas. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I, he did a jam Son with a bitch. Carlos Santana before yeah. they broke up, right? CDs again? Timberlake. Timberlake, JT. Oh, he's great. Hell yeah. But that was yeah, after. <laughs> after Sync broke up. I mean, you could go rappers. You could be like... The fucking that first Method Man record, that first Jizza record, Unstoppable, and Wu Tang's still around. Mm. I mean, that first Jizza record is one of the best fucking rap records of all time, and that's like you know he I mean, went and did that straight while the band was, was going was the, on. That was the first, I think, the first Wu Tang solo record. That first Old Dirty record, fucking great. But that's Wu Tang. They just were crazy, man. <laughs> they just put out records like it's nobody business. Oh. Wow. If it, hey, if there's anybody that knows side projects, it's Kai Dotson, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He's, he, well, he knows music. He just let's, referenced let's not about one, that. not two, I know, but I three he... Wu-Tang side projects. <laughs> but those yeah. are great records. I could, I could go, I'm not no, even I, I I'm not talking about that shit Inspector Deck record. <laughs> I'm just complimenting your knowledge. That's all I'm doing. Cause, you're welcome. That yeah. was a lot of music. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, my good man. <laughs> What are you drinking, J Man? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, in closing, tonight I, was Chris's beer night. Which uh, yeah, I got a text which, from Dan saying it's your turn to buy the beer, and then everybody true. rolled up. Everybody with beers. It scared us all so much. We all brought beer just in case <laughs> yeah. what he brought was dog shit. Bud Light I was, I was as much as I was going to say, as much as I wanted to bring some Bud Light Lime, I brought. <laughs> and he a fucking stepped that That's, an ad right there. That's such an <laughs> ad, strawberry chilada, clamato, or whatever. I brought a beer from Belgium called Hogarden. Mm-hmm. And delicious. it's not just a snappy name, folks. I mean, as much as I love the title, Ho Garden, a garden that grows hoes. Um, it's a very, I don't know. I like those Smooth, white, I like those white, white Belgium kind of white, white ales. Like, and it's very good. Yeah, that's, I, they just... I mean, it's I, like a non-shitty blue moon. It goes down really smooth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just like the Citrus-y, taste of it. It's, it's got a little yeah, bit of citrus. It's, it's light. It's white. I had it a bunch when we played uh, Gros Rock. You know, when we were over in uh, Belgium. Have your latest so, drink, Hogarden, instead that. of Blue Moon. It's light. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's what you should. Yeah. You know, gain hey, from for this. all you guys out there, that your girlfriends only drink Blue Moon or like or a Shock Top. top yeah. Because yeah. that's what they have. <laughs> Get them bitches in the Hogarden. Yeah. Hogarden's much better. Get them bitches in the Hogarden. Get that hoe in the Hogarden. Oh That's a great commercial. Like, get your bitch in the hoe garden. Like the guy from the Old Spice commercials. Get that bitch in the hoe garden. Oh, yeah. Get that hoe in the hoe garden. You tell me. Uh, Anybody know Idris Elba's number? Let's call him see if he wants to do that. I'm a fan. It's one of my favorite beers. I'm not a big beer drinker like you guys are, but if I were to go to a place and have a beer. It's at a bar, though. At least here. Yeah. Um, our local watering hole. Yeah. There's a benefit Yard to not being a big beer drinker, J-Man. Yeah. Just, you know. But I like hoe garden a lot. I yeah, tend to like a little cheaper a beers, but uh, I like the, the Belgian. Whites. I would like to try more beers of this mindset. I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up. Yeah. Cool. Mm. Any house. movies lately? Um. Yes. You know what I saw? What'd you see? On DVD. On DVD. Did you see Escape. 
escape plan yeah. with Stallone and oh, Schwartz. You did. Hell yeah, I did. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> um, I miss that shit. So, dude, I had it Oscar. It was pretty whack, right? I had Oscar night at my house. I watched Captain Phillips. Oh, it's pretty good. And then man. I watched um, the Escape one Plan. Of that? I didn't know there was two. Of Captain well, Phillips? Captain Phillips is a American remake of a like a Dutch film. I had no idea. Yeah. Called like called like Stranded or something. What it's what is it about? It's it's basically how the departed the same was like thing but in Dutch a rip off of you know like no this a, is yeah, Captain Phillips about the guy that yeah. the hijacking yes but the Somalian pirates right yeah yes well the, that film was done first in Europe oh, wow. and then an international for, company made a thing yes, about the about American hijacking well, well yeah, yeah it was kind of an international yeah. incident I guess. you don't believe me no I don't actually <laughs> look it up I never worked in never trust the Dutch man. What do you I, think of Kevin Phillips? I, thought, <laughs> Sorry, it, I right. thought it was great. I thought it was riveting. The end of that's I really some enjoyed of the best it. acting of all time, the, right? The, like ending, it's the ending was really, really intense. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I mean, Tom Hanks, you know, I, I'm cool with him. I don't dislike him by any means, but damn, when he's on, he's on. It was yeah. An, yeah. It, And it was good. I haven't seen an intense. I knew what was going to happen. Is that nominated? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Maybe I it's not. No I'm not sure. But mm. I, I knew it was going to happen, but I was still really, really tense yeah. you know it was really good i really liked it i thought that cool. was well, i don't want to say one of the best pictures i saw last year because i just saw it but that had to be one of the best films i've seen i really liked it and then i totally dummied myself down and got escape plan schwartz <laughs> and stallone <laughs> together for like a full film and it has its merits it does i'm not saying it's great but the actual concept of this guy who gets sent to this bizarre prison that only that you know that you can't what break out of those two fucking nincompoops i think like I, <laughs> as much as i like to see them on the screen together they're just old and, and immobile like they can't move there's, at all they're just there's some muscle. there's some weird stuff and there's it's just weird, it's got a, it's got some flaws but in it is a decent movie and if you want a little popcorn action flick it's actually pretty fun you make that you with know? like ewan mcgregor and benjamin cumberbatch or benedict cumberbatch or whatever. oh <laughs> and that movie would have been a classic yeah, <laughs> But, okay, but hey, I, I love yeah. seeing my Stallone on film. Benjamin I like to Gavis see him Benjamin. in, in big, big movies, so that's good. Do you guys see anything recently? I watched Dallas Buyers Club. Oh. Yeah. Dude, it was really – I mean, the acting's really good. Oh, is Jared Leto's the one that's nominated in that, right? Was I that that one? I think probably McConaughey might be too. Dude, the acting's incredible. Yeah. I mean, and it, the story's cool. It's really interesting. It's cool. It's It's punk. But is it another I would drug, never watch that fucking film? movie again. Like, yeah. no, no, it, it, no. It's not a drug film. It's about, oh. about dudes with AIDS getting fucking medication that they can't get from the government. Like they have to that take. kind of drug film. It was like, and Those it's based drugs. on true story. And it's really interesting. I mean, it's fascinating. It just shows how fucked up the med, you know the healthcare system is in this country and yada yada yada. But again, if you want to watch some some fucked up good acting, watch it. But it's, I, I mean, again, I would never watch it again. Mm. I watched it because of the hype. But McConaughey, he's fucking, dude, the man of weight that motherfucker lost, he lost like 74 pounds for that movie. Hardcore. He looks, it makes me uncomfortable how he looks in that Thinner movie. than uh, True Detective? Much thinner. Oh, Sign- wow. Because I watched it right before I watched True Detective, right. and I was like, oh, he's looking pretty good. He's looking healthy. Did he get detective. thinner than Christian Bale did? Yeah. Oh, the machinist? machinist. Yes, oh, that's but a good he movie. did it. He did it the right way, so he didn't go into near heart failure like Christian Bale did. Because <laughs> Christian Bale's a fucking idiot. Yeah, he like did it. Honestly, he's a great actor, but he is a fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah but anyway, it was it was good. You know, whatever. <laughs> Watch it if you're into some heavy drama. Uh, yeah, but it didn't change my life. It's not. Shouldn't certainly not in my favorite movies of the year. But oh, that's not. I'm I'm still want to see Nebraska. Oh, I'm waiting good. to see that, but I don't know. I'm Probably dropping down on the brow here of uh, movie, but I still 
high up there. I'm glad I didn't see the PG-13 version moment. of Anchorman, because now I'm going to go see the R version, and that's going to be the only version. Wait, the new you heard about Anchorman? that? No, yes. what are you talking about? They're re-releasing... What are you talking about, Johnny? They're releasing Anchorman 2, rated R version in theaters for a, because a week. Because they had so much footage, they recut it with different jokes. Oh, a whole new... And they're re-releasing it in the theaters as an R version. <clears throat> Good. When is this happening? I don't know. Soon. I'll go see that. Because one of my gripes about Anchorman, actually, I thought there were times where the jokes could have been a little yep. dirtier and a little cruder, and you could almost feel them pulling away. Like, the couple times they go there are the funniest moments in the thing. Like when he talks about when he's like, what are you thinking right now? And he's like, I'm thinking about blowing your dick off with a flare gun. I mean, like that's, I need more of that comedy. You totally. Know? I haven't oh, seen the PG 13. So, um, well, you let me know when that happens. And I'll fucking go with you. I will we can take abuse. We can all have curry night and then go there and oh, watch it. Wow. And then I'll shut ourselves. As, now as, we're as, yeah. Cur- curry night's fine. Just no mononoak. Two for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a no, story for another episode. episode. You won't share yourself immediately after the curry. You yes. got a good three-hour window. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> that's we got to tell that. I know story we got sometime. that. I know yeah. we got that. No, I know we got that right. anime Let's, movie night coming up, and I'm like. I'm just gonna like totally let's, like cleanse, so, do a cleanse. So, oh, so, so Owen and I are going to see Akira in the theater coming up, and it it started because Mononoke was coming back, and I was like, I was like basically like, hey man, do you like want to go see this? And like in my mind, I'm like, do you like kind of want to go relive this night where you don't? Yeah, that yeah, same totally. night, you know, maybe a little and, better. And we will. It we, didn't work out. So didn't work out. We promise you, we'll set we will up. bring Owen back, and the whole episode will be devoted to oh. one of the greatest. And we most should get horrifying stories of all time. So go watch the movie. We should, get horror okay. we should find wherever he is in this world. <laughs> Bring him in. For dude, that. he went imagine? into the fucking priesthood, dude. <laughs> no, I dro- saw him at a CrossFit thing like a year ago. <laughs> you like yeah. drove him into the priesthood, dude. <laughs> he sought God after what he witnessed that night. <laughs> you can't make that shit. You know, up, there dude. was. Thank there, God it wasn't the exorcist. That was y'all probably were going to see. the most pleasure I've ever experienced. And it deuce. <laughs> yeah, no, I would hope in so. my entire life, sitting in the middle of that that theater, just or not theater, but like where the pop, the, the they're making popcorn in the lot. Thank you. No, sitting in that lobby and just letting things, letting everything go. <laughs> oh, my was God, probably the, the awesome. most amazing thing. What there. we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, <laughs> Owen had an incident. Uh, at a movie theater once and it's a horrifying yet amazing story and we can't ruin it for you right, it needs sorry. to be its full it episode but we will maybe we'll take a special holiday maybe it'll be like the Easter keister edition of Fresh Talk dude and we'll tell that story dude we'll do it we'll record on keister Sunday because yeah. <laughs> basically the march to the emergency room yeah, in the, March the story. Easter Sunday this year by the way is on April 20th I can't imagine what stuff we're going to do man. this year any excuse oh. right yeah. now on sure. Sunday they're probably going to turn a bunch of chocolate bunnies into like smoking devices yeah well we will we will we will fucking we will return to Princess Mononoke and tell the story of Owen and his his, his worst hour ever which basically involves <laughs> lots of poop lots of poop yeah i mean you can't call it public urination it's the world's public best defecation poop joke I mean, we're talking, folks, this story ends in a flood of deuce in a public place. <laughs> it's like Joe versus the volcano. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> the volcano. It's the volcano. Tom Hanks starring Owens. Hey. Oh, okay. We'll see. We'll see. Sounds like a real shitty it's situation. It's like maybe a river runs through it. <laughs> it's, but it's called a river <laughs> runs through it. <laughs> Still, to this day. River runs through him. I think, uh, everyone's told me I should have uh, sued, sued the gentleman that. 
took us into the hospital. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Well, save it. Save it. Yeah. It sounds like an awesome story. Sound, sounds like everybody knows That's the story. That's all I'm already. saying is like, you know, that guy should have gone down, but I'm too nice of a guy. Well, <laughs> folks, once again, this has been a wild and wacky episode <laughs> yeah. and probably our darkest episode. It literally started on poop jokes and ended well, and we've come full we've, circle. When, yeah. all, when all of you sees a guest, it's it's the Holocaust and poop. We've come yeah. full Apparently. poop holocaust. And then we'll we'll bring Owen back <laughs> for, a, for a story about a poop holocaust. Yeah. <laughs> the poop holocaust. Uh, well, folks, thanks for listening. As always, please spread the word. Please retweet. You can find me at, at Army of Fresh Men on Twitter. You can find me, Kai, at, at Obi-Wan Kainobi on the Twitter uh, and also on the Instagram. You can find me, Spoonie, at, at SpooniDX on the Twitter. Oh, and how about yourself? Where can people think, find you if they I want to stay? I'm at Obusey, you right? You're yeah. obviously. He doesn't or, use But it. I don't use Twitter these days. Uh, just, you know. He doesn't tweet, tweet. He just well, tweet. if you'd like to follow Owen on Twitter, you can tweet, look tweet, at tweet. his old tweets and see all uh, the You can see how many did. times I run. <laughs> That's about it. What about Kalam? They got a Facebook, something like that? Yeah, yeah. just the calamity.com will take you anywhere you want to go to Calamity go. World. Um, there is OwenBusey.com if you want just a, la- a nice fun time. Which will also get you to the Calamity.com, which will also get you to all the other Owen places. is the first member of Army of Freshmen to have his own site. I Owen did. Busey. I paid com. money for my name. That's It's so selfish. I have one, but I can't tell you guys about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's illegal in this country. <laughs> K-Diddle. <laughs> <laughs> had to register in Sri Lanka. Okay, diddle <laughs> I like that. Johnny, where do people find you on Binobi? Archive Studios. Search Archive. Archive Studios, you'll find me. It's at Swaven on uh, Instagram. And I'd like to compliment these wonderful new lights that you've installed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are cool. staring at them all night, man. Yeah. It's like I'm at a wedding or something. you got a good electrician. Yeah. yeah that's Custom true. made, my friend. That is a definite <laughs> wedding light. Beautiful place. If you ever want to do any recording of any sorts, Archive Studios in Ventura, California, get in touch. Give them a call. Any bands that want to come out and record, this is the place to do it. Yeah, he's oh, doing shit. some fucking real shit out here. Huh. Real talk, yo. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and Real as an time. added bonus, this week only, come and record at Archive and be a guest on the podcast. That's right. All you have to do is record at Archive, and you become a guest on the podcast. Look at that! Oh, wow, what an a pretty sweet deal. It's a yeah. Sweet ad value right yeah. there. Get a free podcast to promote whatever <laughs> dog shit you're recording. <laughs> I'm recording here. How many hoe gardens we've we been down? In? Oh, that's good. Well, We're well before that. we embarrass ourselves for the heavy, <laughs> this is a heavy edit Thanks episode. For listening. Don't, how much do you edit? Thanks these for things? editing, Johnny. Depends on the. the are you serious? Like, uh, what, are you, what? What kind of group are you worried about? We usually Holocaust jokes. We usually pull those <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah, we've. Well, yeah, we've shit, that's we've, everything I we've said. We've made two very three <laughs> two. Three very serious Schindler's List jokes, and we've had to edit them out because they were because they stopped the show. And the problem is, every time you do it, there's a pause. Yeah, and and we, you know what? I don't think we. I don't think we said anything. That's, I mean, and then you have dead time. No pun intended. We said Holocaust. That's nothing, it. Nothing like the things Chris was just talking about. Oh, uh, there's some bad stuff. Huh? Yeah, it's a real it's massive. The, it's the Schindler's, stuff. Schindler's edit. You have the unedited versions of these podcasts. Not anymore. No, dude, they're, they're they're we, not anymore. We George Lucas them. It's gone forever. <laughs> there was the Nick Saracini episode somewhere lost in the gallows. Dude, well, not call me Jar Jar Binks. We, 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 we barely have Jar Jar. Jar Jar stinks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. How about well, a real send off? Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week. And now, bring on the Bossa Nova.
real fresh.